0: G'day everybody, it's Jimmy Newburn and David Redden here with the Jimmy and Redders NRL podcast after a couple of weeks hiatus. Jimmy Newburn, how you going mate? Better now Redders, yeah, a uh, couple of weeks of no potty but um, yeah,
1: a week, week in isolation last week with the dreaded COVID finally caught up with me but um, yeah, feeling tip top 100% now so looking forward to get back into a bit of normality, a bit of uh, being able to leave the house and going to work and
0: playing sport. Excellent, very very good. Last week's results, the Sharks belted St. a 36-12. The Warriors beat the West Tigers 16-12, and you worry about the West Tigers, you really do. South's very comprehensive over my roosters, 28-16. I thought they played particularly well. The Panthers 38 over Newcastle, 20 Newcastle having a player sent off. Barnett, who got six weeks at the judiciary last night. Parramatta, an excellent win in Melbourne, 28-24 over the Storm. The Raiders came from the dead, to beat the Titans 24-22, once again exposing the Titans Achilles' heel. The Cowboys belted the tripe out of the Broncos 38-12, and Jimmy's Eagles just got the uh, deal done at Brookie (laughs) 13-12 over the Dogs with a late Daily Cherry Evans field goal. Jimmy, we'll start there in our very quick review. Manly won. Um, Were you overly impressed or did the Canterbury play quite well? Uh, I was impressed that we got two points and we got off the bottom of the ladder, reds But
1: yeah, no, it was it was probably scratchy. The weather conditions were pretty horrendous. Um, it was pretty torrential rain for parts of that. That's the, just on that the surface that they've put down there looks unbelievable. It hardly chunked up at all. So, which the, after many years of Brookvale burn horrible, but Sherry uh, daily and um, I think Tom Tom tried hard. He be ran the ball a lot. It's not really the weather conditions to be under the end of the big sweeping backline players, but they did what they had to do. But it wasn't. It was an improvement. So, Norton 2, I think it's very similar to last year. They were Norton 4 last year and had a pretty scratchy win um, mm. on the central coast against the Warriors. It was actually the same score, 13-12, with Cherry Evans at the field goal. So, hopefully it sort of kicks them into gear, gets their confidence up. But um, the dogs the dogs tackled really well. They, their defence probably be something that... that that Trent Barrett size and the Bulldogs in general haven't been renowned for as their defence, but for the three games, they've, um, they've actually done quite well there, but it's still not scoring points, but they've definitely done a lot better than what I would have thought the Bulldogs this year, even though they've only had the one win.
0: I have to agree with that. I thought they were defensively very good. Going back to Thursday, the Sharks were terrific uh, seems like they've recruited quite well. If they can stay injury free, they could um, be knocking on the door of final force, but If they keep this up, they belted the dragons down there in Wollongong. Uh, Nico Hines is uh, so far repaying the money that's been invested in him, uh, Jimmy.
1: Yeah, a bit of a revelation. He he'd obviously played a little bit of halves at Melbourne, but it was more in the fourteen role and at fullback. But um, yeah, he's been fantastic. He'd be I assume he's, he's up there in the Delhi M votes as well. He would have would have polled probably six or seven votes I'd assume over the three games and and in the derby game against the Dragons, pretty pretty comprehensive win and yeah it was a really good effort. I sort of had the sharks in the sort of that around that six, seven, eight spot. They certainly got the potential to to um to push the top four whether they, they can quite step up over the full season is another thing. But um, yeah they've they've done really well and they've played some pretty pretty attractive footy. Agreed.
0: Uh, yeah the Warriors and the West Tigers down there at Campbelltown. Yeah. The West Tigers are a real worry. I'm, I must admit, Jimmy, I thought I'd use this as an opportunity. We've got a 17th team coming into the NRL next year. And when sides are like... You just wonder whether the talent pool's being spread a bit thin. I always thought that the um, 16 was the maximum they'd want to go to. And that if they move sides around, they'd actually take sides out of Sydney. You're, I mean, the West Tigers are pretty ordinary. They're an ordinary football school side. Some Some OK players admittedly they were missing Hastings with suspension, but they're not a very good football side technically, Jimmy. I I reckon you could go and coach them and find some errors in them.
1: Yeah, Norton, I don't know if I want Robbie Farris screaming at me during the game if I was trying to coach them. But um, yeah, Norton three and the the draw doesn't look too friendly with them. They've got... um, they're going to go the Titans this week, um, in the first games that, and and some hard games after that. There's every chance. Like, watching 360 last leverage, chance it could be Norton 8, Norton 9. And um, bear mm-hmm. yeah, they are they're pretty average. They haven't made finals since uh 2010, I think it was, 2010, 2011. Um yeah, Redcliffe obviously come in and it's it it does it does exactly that. It spreads the talent, but it does give young blokes some opportunities. It, it's just a matter of where the squads end up but yeah the sides on the bottom when an expansion side comes in it sort of prolongs their time on the bottom the afl showed that when when the giants and the suns came in the sides at the bottom stayed there for an extra couple of years and what they normally would have so because a lot of the, the free agents are going to the new side so yeah there's something needs to change there or or yeah it's, it's a couple of proud old clubs west and um Balmain. um they're certainly not in a good spot at the moment michael mcguire's Maguire, michael pulling his hair out what, what was left of it and he doesn't seem to be getting much out in Tim Sheens. just talk today, Tim Sheens, someone pushing him to try and take over, um, whether that happens or not. He's been out of coaching, full-time coaching for a while. So,
0: um, yeah, for Maguire's sake, hopefully turn the corner, but I just don't see it happening. Agreed. Thought the Rabbits were really good on the weekend against my Roosters. Uh, I thought the Roosters were a bit disappointing, but the one played really, really well at Stadium Australia. They played like a, a finals bound side. I thought they were complete. Busy, aggressive, fast, uh, dangerous. It was a very good performance from South Sydney. I've got to admit that. I thought they were terrific. Yeah, I think four or five in a row. From south over the Roosters now, is it? Is it Redders? Um... I think it I think it's might be at least five. Yeah, I, I The Roosters just can't beat them. And you'll remember that last year they touched us up a couple of times badly. Yep. Um, and then we avoided them in the finals. I mean, the Roosters were by the, at that stage struggling and got destroyed by Manly after falling in against Gold Coast. But the Rabbits really worry the Roosters. They really do. Um, I'm not making excuses. Um, I just thought the other mob were way too good. I thought they were really impressive. Yeah, having, having,
1: having Latrell back was um, is a big, big bonus to South. They struggled a little bit without him, with Cody Walker trying to do it himself, without Reynolds that Latrell has sort of seen. He played a really, really good game, scored a nice try. Nothing went overly aggressive or ever went over the top from both sides, which is which was always going to be the danger, I guess. Manu scored a nice try and and replicated Luttrell's um NFL touchdown ball slam, but um, yeah, South South looked really good. Uh, the Roosters has been a bit off, they've really had that win against Manly. Who were pretty average in round two, but the, the other two games have actually they've been pretty, pretty poor. The Roosters from from where they should be, but um, they'll no doubt bounce back. Um, nice trip up to North Queensland with without the coach this week with COVID. So um, yeah,
0: interesting times for the Roosters. They don't really want to go one and three going into the second month. No, and um, the, the Cowboys were – I'll go there. I'll jump a couple of chronological games. The Cowboys were excellent against a, a hapless Brisbane at, a, at Lang Park last week. That's an excellent performance by the Cowboys. They'll be looking for two on the trot, as you said, when the Roosters come up. And at the moment, with games being played in that Townsville, if you look at the weather at the moment, Townsville and Cairns are really hot. Sides are going to drop off in the second half of the second half, um, particularly if they're not very careful. You need to be in front of the Cowboys – at say the fifty-five to sixty-minute mark, I reckon, Jimmy, because at the moment it's just so hot in North Queensland, unseasonably hot. So- a,
1: they're sitting second. The Cowboys, and early they had that, that torrential rain in round one where the Bulldogs knocked them off, and it was half an inch of not been not being offside, they could be unbeaten and, and sitting on top. So they're um, yeah, sitting with Penrith. Uh, they'd actually be ahead of Penrith on, on before and against if they won that round one game. And yeah, they've they've certainly turned the corner after that, and 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 they're doing pretty well. Ain't going to be a, It'd be an interesting game on, I think, Saturday, whenever the game is. Saturday night, I think, um, up at Townsville. I've
0: actually picked the Cowboys in that as well. But, um, we'll, yeah, we'll, it should be a, be a good game. We'll get to that in a minute, actually, and go, go through your tips. Penrith were pretty good against Newcastle, although Barnett had a, uh, Mitchell Barnett had a brain explosion. And Cheryl and Elba, it was old-school football from Barnett and a, and a silly, silly act. Up there in God's country, up there at Bathurst, Penrith go up there once a year, and again, they won 38 20 very strong. I think we need to focus on Parramatta's excellent performance, but in Melbourne in Melbourne, Jim, and the Raiders coming from behind to beat the Titans as well. But, um, our mate Juice will be thrilled with Parramatta's performance, yeah. It was an
1: interesting, but so interesting time. I was obviously in isolation on the weekend, watching both those games back to back after a day of um donating money to sports, but um, yeah. <laughs> Apart from a couple of early ones, but Parramatta, um, yeah, they seem to, they've they done all right against the storm a, a couple of times now. And it was, I think, this, that was sort of expecting the storm just to come back and hit the front and, and stay in front. But that was a really good effort from they, um Yeah, they're certainly they're, they're playing some pretty good footy. Um, yeah, as Justin Daly, um, I think he actually said through the week he doesn't want to see expansion. I think we'll, we'll hold expansion off till we'll Parra win a comp, but it may never happen then. So. But with some players leaving at the end of the year, um, from the eel, like, this has got to be their year of, of having a crack So there's a few guys leaving. Ray Stone, um, poor bloke, scores two tries in five minutes and does his ACL score on the winner. Um, and he's off to the, he's actually one of the guys that's leaving at the end of the year. He's off to Redcliffe um, to join the Dolphins. So, um, the Storm will bounce back from that. Bellamy won't, won't be happy with conceding 28 points, that's for sure. So, um, he no doubt would have um, would have given to him on on Monday and Tuesday that training to get, him, to get him set for this week. But, um, and, and yeah, as you said, the is 22-0 down, I think it was, and the Titans, the, the last couple of years, probably Shane, you're never out of the game against the Titans. Their, their defence just drops off the face of a cliff sometimes, and that's what happened. Canberra um, coming off a, an absolute thrashing last week of the Cowboys, 22-0 down against the Titans. It wasn't looking too good, but yeah, certainly, certain second half, 24-22, and, and a really, really good effort. So it was a, a couple of good games to, to sit in front of the telly and watch.
0: Indeed, onto this week's round round of games. Interesting choice for Thursday night football. The Gold Coast up there at Rabina hosting the West Tigers. It's 10th versus 6th. This is 8:05 Australian Eastern Eastern Daylight Time, 7:05 Rabina time um, on Thursday night. There, I sorry, I won't pick the Tigers. There's no chance in history. I reckon the Titans will win, uh, possibly 13 plus. Here, I just, I just think the West Tigers can't defend them. Yeah, I'll definitely. I've gone the Titans in that. I would actually rate the Titans
1: a pretty good side. Um, James Jermaine Asako plays his first game as well, coming over from Brisbane with Campbell been out. But the one positive for the Tigers, Tualagi, um Kelma Tuolagi, the back rower, he's a rookie back rower. He's been, he actually was really good for the first two weeks. Um, missed the weekend, but he's back into the side. Is probably probably their only their only positive. But yeah, the Titans should. Not, my head, Preface this was so my tips have been horrendous this year, Edith, So, you probably want to hit the Tigers if I'm jumping on the Titans, it's probably a West Tigers win. But yeah, the Titans should should really do that at home and, and consolidate, consolidate,
0: they're ready to go into,
1: into the second month.
0: And we must give a cheerio to our friends in northeast New South Wales and in southeast Queensland after the ridiculous weather, the torrential rain that they've had. Just a big cheerio to everybody places like Lismore, Ballina, Murbar, Mullum, all those places up there, Ballina. Uh, Look, just take it easy and hopefully the football can give you some rest. But particularly our friends in Lismore, that's just ridiculous what's happening in Lismore today. On to Friday Night Football, the first game is actually quite a good game of football between two sides that are playing reasonable at the moment. It's 3v4, the Sharks and the Knights at Endeavour Field in Willoware, points bet stadium. Um, I think the Knights will put up a good performance, Jimmy, especially with 13 men, but I still think the Sharks will win 1-12. to It's a couple of good Friday games. near yeah, that first one. There are. Uh, Yeah, Nico
1: Hines. just as, as we said before, has been unbelievable at um, at halfback there, leading them round, and um, they're done it without Wade Graham as well. He's been out injured, I think, since I don't know if the trial game or round one, early in round one, went down. Um, and the Knights, probably another team that have probably done a bit better than what I what I thought they were going to be. They've certainly shown that they can um, yeah play against any side and. Um, yeah, Barnett's brain snap probably cost him big time on the weekend. I, don't, I still think Penrith beat him on the weekend, but um, they are pretty gutsy with 12 players for for 50 minutes, 50-odd 50 minutes, I think it was. Um, it, was, it was. It was six weeks. He's probably on the lucky side of six weeks too. he run past gone blo- past cocky elbow and whack him in the side of the head. So, uh, yeah, I would have thought maybe a few more, but, that, but obviously he's, he's got a pretty good that, that, um Nick Gabar, I think, was his lawyer, so he's pretty, he's a pretty real-renowned lawyer in the – in the judiciary sense. But um, Talakai playing in the centres for the Sharks he's the world's biggest centre. Um, so I think Connor Tracy's has gone down injured. Ponga's been named again. Um, he's been named the last two weeks as well. So the Knights probably sweating on him coming back in. But um, yeah, I, I think it's a cracking game. I think the Sharks win down, down at Cronulla. Um, hopefully the weather holds up. Let it rain a bit more through the week. More um, well, everywhere. But um, hopefully, yeah, Cron- I think Cronulla win, but in a pretty
0: pretty tight game. I know some uh, low-lying low grounds in AFL Sydney, Jimmy, this week, are already looking at liking having to have games moved. So uh, let's just hope all the games actually get played. And Sydney's got a lot more hurt to come with the weather in this, 36 hours. The second Friday night game, the 8.05 game, is an absolute corker. Penrith and South, forget the fact that Souths and I, this will be a cracking game out there at Penrith Park. Uh, the return of Roger Ramjet, and Nathan Cleary, I think my, only makes a very powerful side even better. Uh, I think the Panthers will win, but I reckon it could be something like 2018, 18, 14 something like that. I think it'll be a cracking, one of the best games in the first quarter of the season. Jimmy, this one will be.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, grand Final rematch, Nelson early. That's I think look, when Penrith looked at the draw and with with Cleary's shoulder, I think they've probably penciled that in. Even when they said he was going to play round one before they pulled him out, I think they'll they'll realistically looking at the. At this game, and um, yeah, Cleary back, Latrell's second game back. Um, it's a, it's a cracker. The the young fellow they found in the centres there for, for Penrith, Isaac Tago, he's been a revelation as well. Um, another rookies just slotted straight in him, and Steve Crichton they had to replace uh, Momorowski and Burton, and they've certainly done that pretty well. Um, the only team unbeaten, Penrith South, obviously kicked back into form last week. Uh, I think Latrell will be better for the... Latrell was one of their best last week and he'll be better again for the run, I think. He's, he'll be primed. If you can keep yourself on the field, he'll be primed for a a pretty big season. Um, a pretty big season like he had last year, apart from that, those suspensions. But yeah, I think, I think it a yeah, it's a cracking game and it's 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 pretty much toss a coin. I'll take Penrith with the home game. Um, yeah, a real narrow one, I think. But yeah, Nathan Cleary, when he came back from injury last year, he just slotted straight in like he hadn't been out. So I think him and Luai will get that. Connection going and see if anything. South's probably weakness at the moment it's until Ilias gets used to playing first-grade footy. Cody Walker's probably got to do a lot more of the work. Um, it's probably in the halves where Penrith get the edge and I think they, they win, but in a narrow one.
0: We get another look at Redcliffe's home ground, Morton Daly Stadium on the early game on Saturday afternoon. It's the New Zealand slash Sunshine Coast slash Queensland Warriors playing the Brisbane Broncos. This is actually a bit of a danger game for the Broncos. Not sure if the Warriors will finish in the top eight uh, they can play a bit. They can show some resolve. Brisbane do not want to lose twice in a row, particularly with both games in Queensland. Uh, but what the sports bet line has the Warriors at 235, the Broncos at $1. sixty. I agree with that. I think the Broncos a win, but not by much. Yeah, I think the odds are pretty accurate.
1: I'm gonna, I'm still gonna, i say that as me upset though. I think the Warriors, just because Brisbane was so poor last week um, okay. against the Cowboys, is there for no other reason. But um, and I wouldn't mind seeing the Warriors get a few wins. The poor blokes have been away from home for two years. And they do get to go home later in the year. I'm not sure which round it is, but um, it'd be nice to see them to get a few wins early. Brisbane's probably a winnable game for them. Adam Reynolds might want to be. Staring down the bottom couple of spots on the ladder, either as he'll obviously be keen to, to kick in. Sean Johnson's on the extended bench, which is interesting. He's the, the Warriors' big signing in the off season. To the return of him, and he hasn't he got injured. I think week one. So if he can prove his fitness later on, here looking look for him to be a late inclusion. Um, Flegler's back for the Broncos, which will help. He's a fantastic player. Thomas Flegler. Cape Wall, I think, is going down with a calf, but. Aside so with Payne Haas, it's obviously he, he's just in machine. He's the best runner on the game, and um, the run meters, the, even just the sheer minutes he plays for a big fella, and the, the hit ups and run meters, um, he just needs a bit of support there, I guess. And Flegler probably helps with that. Um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'll pick the Warriors, but it's not the Broncos probably win. They said the odds are pretty accurate, but I'll, I'll pick the Warriors just because it'd be good to see him win.
0: Consecutive games in seven days in the beautiful Central Tablelands. This game's at the magnificent Glenwillow Oval in Mudgee, where the Charity Shield has been played for a, for a short period of time. It's mainly in the Raiders. This is a massive game, really is. Um, mainly not overly impressive in beating the Bulldogs. The Raiders have scraped home in a couple of games. Oh, this is a hard game to pick, um, and the fact that it's on neutral ground. Goodness me! It's a very hard game to pick. Obviously, Jimmy's going to be picking the Seagulls. I actually am I'm not impressed with the way they're going. I think I'm going to pick the Raiders just and only because I think that they won't give Manly as many chances as, as perhaps Canterbury. Did. Jimmy.
1: Yeah, it's um. I, I look, a couple of pictures popped up of Mudgee on a couple of Manly pages today. The 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 grounds in perfect condition up there. I'll, I'll down there, sorry. Um. Yeah, it's. Canberra coming off as I said that 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 thumping loss last week, uh, week before, and and a bad first half last week. The second half will obviously give them some confidence. And Manly obviously sort of turned the corner a little bit, but it's a pretty crucial game. You've got, no one wants to go. Manly, merely sense they don't want to go get back onto the winning form and and fall away the next week. Uh, Morgan Harper still worries me in the centres. Him um, and Parker did an okay job last year, but till Manly can find some centres and some, some strike centres, they've got. Tolitau Cooler on the on the extended bench again. He's got to be knocking on the door somewhere. As it Harper's last week he, I think we let the bomb hit him in the back and it led to a try and he, he's tackling his tackling was let him down. He was all right for the first half last year and I just don't think you're gonna win a comp with with Morgan Harper in the centers. Um cooler's nineteen year old, the, the lightning quick sprinter. So hopefully well, hopefully Harper doesn't make too many errors, but if hopefully it doesn't take too long, get cooler in and, and see how it goes. And Canberra have got that um, the rookie halfback Schneider come back last week and, and dominated, um, especially that second half with the comeback, kick goals as well. Um, they're pretty good side, Canberra. Um, yep, they are. And Nick Cottrick comes back onto the wing as well, so that's I think he's a handy winger. Probably showed that he's not a centre or a fullback when he when he was at the Dogs, but. Um, yeah, it's a it's, it's a danger game for both. I think it's it's a tight game. I'll as, as you said, I'll pick Manly. Turbo, um bit of dry footy, and without, without he's had Penrith and the um, Penrith and the Roosters first two, and then he's had torrential rain for round three. So hopefully, it's a nice bit of dry weather and a little bit less pressure. He he did run the ball think, 20, 21 times last week and made a heap of metres. He he tried to get himself into the game. He was taking. Hit ups on tackle one and two last week, which tells me his confidence is starting to come back a bit as well. So when he does that as well as their backline stuff, it's 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 really good. So Canberra obviously Ricky Shurtle will, will have some plan devised to try and try and get him under pressure, but if you can get in there early and take a few hit ups, I think it just gets his confidence up. But um, yeah, hopefully Manley can can go two in a row and, and kind of look forward to, a, to the draw open. just opening up just a little bit for
0: the Saturday night game is half past six Queensland time and half past seven. Uh, New South Wales time. The Roosters will be very grateful this game is being played at night without any sunlight. That's the Cowboys against the Roosters. Um, it's actually the, the sports bet lines fascinating here. The Cowboys are second, the Roosters are thirteenth. Yet the Roosters are a favourites. The sports bet's two seventy-five. I think that's complete and utter rubbish. I, if the Roosters win this, I'll be absolutely thrilled. I, that will be a big performance in that heat and that sep- and that sapping weather. Um, probably the Cowboys' favourites. Obviously, I'm tipping
1: the roosters. Yeah, the cow has really good value for the Cowboys at um was it $2.75. So that's, yes. um, that's ripping value. Um unchanged, the Cowboys. And um yeah, really good last week, really good for a couple of weeks now. And, and sitting sitting um second, and as we said, probably half an inch of an offside away from being outright first. Uh, been on top on four and against the head of Penrith. Um, Jeremiah Nanai, the the back rower, he's unbelievable. The, they've got a couple of young kids there. Lukey comes off the bench, but Nanai scored, I think he scored three tries last week uh, against the Broncos. He was really strong, young, fit, keen, um, all the things you want. I think he's pretty highly sought after. I don't know if he's signed for, if they've locked him up, but I know they're probably a bit hamstrung with with money with Tal malolo's massive contract. But yeah, Nanai was really, really good. Yeah. Um, I think the Cowboys went up there. The Roosters are uncharted. I don't know if they're just Fletcher Baker, I think, has come out. And Trent Robinson's got COVID, so um, time for the assist. I'm not sure who the, the the assistant, John Morris, I think, was in the box, was he? I'm not sure who the, the Roosters 2IC is, but he'll be up there in the box coaching for him. I guess if it's the time to get COVID, it's when your team's going up to Townsville. So you gonna have to, to make the track up there. You can try and do it from home. But I think the Cowboys... Um, I think those odds are fantastic. I I really think they can win the game. The Roosters, no doubt, will bounce back and they'll be better for for what they showed last week. I still think they're a a top side, but I just think in current form, I'm going to go with the Cowboys in what is an
0: upset, I guess, if you look at the odds. Sunday afternoon, the Channel 9 game is the Storm and the Bulldogs at Amy Park in Melbourne. Melbourne getting a nice old start of the season. I reckon that's three of their first four at home. Melbourne will be bouncing back and will be rampant and be uh, rugged, I would imagine. They'll be very filthy with their performance. The Bulldogs have been game, but the Storm will win this one. It's just a matter by how many. I think the Bulldogs will keep them honest, perhaps one, maybe by 10 to 12 points.
1: Yeah, I think the Storm, the Storm will, the, the, the Storm that not lose two in a row very often, if, if at all. I'm not sure when the last time they, they did that was. So they, they've, would have got shocked into, into gear from Parramatta last week. Xavier Coates, I think, back from a hamstring, and Harry Grant's the big one. He um he was out with COVID last week. He added so much to that to that hooking role. Um, but notice yesterday, Cameron Munster's got a very very interesting um haircut with the the, the flowing mullet, the shaved top, and the and the mullet, which one of your one of your dreams, readers, to to finally have a mullet again. Um. Yeah, he, I'm not sure how much Bellamy would have appreciated that. I don't know he likes people showing off like that, but Munster's been in fantastic form as well, though. He's um, really playing well. Jerome Hughes has been a little bit off the last two, but, but with Munster stepping up, I think having having the spine back together with Grant being there, you've got Grant, Munster, Hughes and, and Pappenhausen all back together, so I think I think they win the Dogs. The Dogs have been, they've been really good, considering what I thought they were going to be, and I still think they'll be that. I don't think they can make the eight, but... They're certainly playing a lot better than, than what I would have thought. Um, Jack Hasbrinkton being out for the season is probably a bit of a blow for him. He's another one that, if you can stay on the field, he really sets the platform for him. But he, um, I think shoulder last week, he's done. But yeah, Storm storm in that. But um, not as not by 60 like I probably would have thought about a month ago. Absolutely. I think Canterbury
0: have been okay and i I would imagine it'll be a couple-of-year process for the Dogs to get themselves right back into where they need to be. And the final game, a very traditional rivals in Sydney, Parramatta and St George, this game's at 6.15 on Saturday night at the magnificent Commbank stadium at Parramatta. Just for once, um, that I think it's a clear favourite here. I think Parramatta's a very solid football side, uh, perhaps unlucky not to make the final four last year. The Dragons, after a season, a start of the season where they gave their fans some hope, were terrible against Granada last week. And I can't see Parramatta losing here. I think Parramatta, um, maybe even 13-plus, I just think they're a reasonably complete football side. And as Jimmy said, they have to win this year with the amount of people that are leaving. Stone being injured doesn't help, but Parramatta for mine, comfortably. Yeah, the, the, the
1: confidence I'll take out a bit Melbourne and Melbourne and then to come back home on a Sunday, Arvo, Sunday evening. Sorry, I think six o'clock. Whatever it is, um, yeah, Ryan, uh, Ryan Madison's back as well, which will which will add a bit of race day. as I said, two tries in in five minutes. It does it does an ACL sidestep in the fullback. That it probably doesn't come up any more unlucky than that. The poor bloke. So, and from all reports, is a, a pretty genuine good bloke, good guy. So, pretty popular around the group. He's played his last game for Parramatta before he goes off to Redcliffe next year. But the Dragons, yeah, Jaden still suspended. The poor bloke gets inbind every second week. Um. Seems to be the one. He just seems to lower his target a little bit. He just just gets that little bit high, and because he hits hard, he hits anything's forceful contact, um, no matter where he hits. So anything that slips up, he's sort of find himself in the sin bin. So, um, Cody Ramsey, the, the Dragons winger, goes out. But um, yeah, I think I think the Parramatta after last week and the conference, I'll get out of that, and
0: I, yeah, I think they win pretty comfortably. Totally agree there. I think Parramatta will get home, Jimmy. Before we finish off, anything further you'd like to to, to discuss this weekend? How's the great Byron? Yeah, he's alright. He, he, well, he's probably not happy
1: that we couldn't do do much walking last week because of the um because of me being in isolation. He was getting a bit sick of being in so oh, sick of being home and not being able to go out running around. So he didn't get as much run as we can into him, but he's done all right. He's yeah, forty kilos. We weighed him a couple
0: of weeks ago. Forty kilos of him. So. It's,
1: it's good fun for keeping you fed.
0: And Lakes United. Now, do you have a game this weekend, my friend, in the Thirsty Thirds?
1: Yeah, the Thirds were back this week, first round this week, we're up at Main. So, a nice little little trip up there for round one. We went up there last year. It's um nice, nice spot in the world. But yeah, it'd be good to, to get back into a bit of footy. Weather permitting, obviously. it's Nothing's been changed at the moment, but obviously the, with the threat of rain around, It's um, yeah, it'd be good to get back in. First, the first grade guys are up at Cessnock as well, so... Fingers crossed they can. Um, they had a washout last week against Curry, so it's, um, be good for burke's Berkeys boys to, to get back on track. But yeah, the Thirsty's they yeah, had a good good to run last night, and fingers crossed we can we can kick off the um, kick off the season with a, with a nice win. But um, yeah, certainly Aberman man will be keen. But um, yeah, just be, our guys that is keen after the season getting called off a month early last year, so good to get back into it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Jimmy and I will uh, attempt to do a podcast next week. I'll be in Aubrey for the Australian Country Kicker Championships next week, but I'll have some time. i will make the time to do that. It's been great catching up with you, Jimmy. Thank you so much, mate, and look forward to speaking with you next week. Good luck to your manly side up there at beautiful Mudgee. Thanks, Red. It's good to chat, mate. I'll talk to you next week. Shall do. On behalf of Jimmy, this is Red. Everybody take care. Look after yourself. Hope your team goes well this weekend. Bye for now.